0: Today, the Pizza and Poetry Group finds itself in Rome, Italy, in pursuit of some elusive thieves. Will they be able to find them before they steal the lava samples? Hi, I'm Heidi Illion, English teacher and homeschooling mom, and this is Brilliant Mornings. Join us as we jumpstart our day in a way that celebrates learning and breeds imagination. Today is Friday. And we will finish up our story for the week and hear some interviews with Italians. Welcome to Rome, the city on seven hills, built by Romulus and Remus, the twin sons of Mars, who were raised by a she-wolf. The hotel clerk greeted the pizza and poetry club and several of their parents, who had agreed to chaperone the trip. The children's sideways glances at each other revealed their confusion. "'It's just a legend,' Micah's dad explained. "'A story people have been telling for hundreds of years, or maybe thousands, but it doesn't mean it's true.' "'Oh,' they gasped. "'Now we only have time to see Vatican City before we eat dinner and meet with the Italian investigators. Let's get ready.' And I have a surprise. Mr. and Mrs. Martano, our good friends from home, have agreed to accompany us during this trip to translate and make sure that we understand the Italian culture. Mr. Martano grew up here in Rome, and his wife lived here with him for many years before they moved to the United States. We have so many questions for you, Claire declared, as Mrs. Martano led them out the door for a swift tour of Vatican City. She explained that Vatican City was not part of the country of Italy, but a city-state where the Pope lives and rules. He's also the head or the leader of the Roman Catholic Church. Teo could not wait to see the beautiful ceiling of the Sistine Chapel, which is in the palace where the Pope lives. Hey, you guys, look up, he shouted when they stepped inside the beautiful church building. The painting on the ceiling was done by an amazing Italian artist named Michelangelo, who lived at the same time as Leonardo da Vinci. His paintings tell lots of stories from the Old Testament in the Bible. Peyton found the painting of the creation of the world. Micah found the famous painted scene of God creating Adam, in which God's pointer finger is reaching out to touch Adam's. Another painting depicted when Adam and Eve had to leave the Garden of Eden because they sinned. All the children recognized the part of the artwork which showed Noah's Ark and the flood. "'How did he paint on this ceiling?' asked Grace. "'It's so high up there.' "'West took a guess. "'He probably had to build a scaffold, "'which is made up of ladders and platforms "'that reach all the way up there. "'Then he had to lie down on his back "'looking up at the ceiling "'and paint for lots of hours a day, "'for many years. "'Everyone loved the paintings, "'but their necks began to hurt "'from straining to look up for so long.' and their bellies were rumbling. So do Italians actually love pizza as much as we think they do? Claire asked Mrs. Martano as she led them to a restaurant to order personal pizzas. Pizza is definitely a most important food, but it's very different depending on where you are in the country. In the north, your pizza might have certain ingredients, and the dough might be thinner and crispier, while in the south, the dough is fluffier, almost has a buttery taste to it, and is a little bit lighter.
1: It it is very popular, but now that I'm living in the U.S., I think it's actually more popular than in Italy, especially the pizza delivered to your house. Uh, Because in Italy, uh, we don't really like our pizza to be delivered. It's very rare, maybe once a week sometimes, on Sundays when we are lazy but we prefer to go and eat it at the restaurant. While for us in Italy, pizza, it's a a way to gather with friends and have pizza with beer and have fun at the restaurant with your friends.
0: No one had ever tasted such a delicious crust, rich sauce and fresh cheese. During their meal, a man and woman appeared and introduced themselves as Italian detectives. "'I'm Detective Terimisu,' stated the woman, who had a kind face and long, straight, dark hair. "'And I am Detective Sospiri,' explained the very serious man, who was tall with a round belly. They looked at the children with curiosity and admiration. "'So you?' Are the pizza and poetry detectives who found our criminals. Tell us everything you heard the thieves say. Each of the children took turns chiming in to tell the story, and they handed over the piece of paper they had found with the clue. On the day of Mars, go to the country with three live volcanoes. "'One man was tall and thin with curly black hair and bushy eyebrows,' offered Claire. "'The other was short and he was bald. Um, "'He looked like he ate too much ice cream,' Jonathan remembered. "'The detectives wrote down every detail. "'Be ready to leave with your luggage at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning,' Detective saw yelled loudly for all the children to hear.' before he disappeared down a side street. The next morning, 14 tired children and their parents filled several taxis and were driven to a private airport where the detective's plane waited. They climbed aboard excitedly, nibbling at the sweet breakfast pastries which had been thrown their way. Their parents sipped cappuccinos with milk. During the flight, the children tried to learn all that they could about Italian culture so that they could fit in. What was life like when you were ten years old like me, Mr. Martano? Asked Wes. At that time, it was very fun. Uh,
1: we learned a lot of things, uh, do a lot of projects, and what I remember mostly, like we were a lot of time out outside, and we were playing soccer, uh, volleyball, uh, do gymnastics. It was very very fun period. And after after school ended, uh, they dropped me off house and I was with them uh, for lunch then we very always very great lunch (laughs) and then we sometimes we took a nap together and then we were going we were walking on our neighbor I remember I used to pass hours in a newsstand where a, a friend as a newsstand and I was reading comics book. I was drawing we were playing together and then we were walking around the neighborhood where I knew everybody so we were stopping at a grocery store that is called Alimentare like a little drugstore and they were giving me food or something to drink and we were talking then we were going to the playground and then my mom came back from work and I was I went back home and I was doing my homework then dinner and then no, go to bed.
0: It sounds like a really fun and happy childhood, Mr. Martano. Now, could you tell us how to say a couple of important things like hello and goodbye? Uh, hello is actually salve, which is a derivative of salvation. So if you don't know someone, that is a formal greeting, salve. Like if you walk into a shop, um, Otherwise, you can say ciao. If you wanted to say goodbye, a formal goodbye would be arrivederci or arrivederla, which literally means we'll see each other again. If you're on the phone with someone, you say a million ciaos. Ciao, 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 Until eventually somebody hangs up. Well, okay, now we need the most important thing. How do you say can I have a chocolate ice cream?
1: Posso avere un gelato al cioccolato.
0: By the time their plane landed in Sicily, four hours later, the children had learned a lot about life in Italy. They boarded a ferry to Stromboli, the very small island which held the Stromboli volcano. "'I see the volcano!' Micah shouted, pointing ahead to a triangle-shaped mountain. He jumped up and down excitedly. "'This one is always active, but it's safe. Look, it's spewing ashes and smoke!' The children were a bit scared as they approached the small island with an erupting volcano, but the detectives assured them the explosion would not last long. After a brief rest and a quick stop to eat more pastries, bread, and cheese on the island, the detectives split the children up. The girls were to wait on the beach, keeping an eye out for the thieves to appear. While the boys hiked up Stromboli, close to the volcano's crater, where a volcanologist station had been set up and scientists were busily labeling samples of lava. We have noticed some changes in the lava that's spewing out of Stromboli, one volcanologist explained. We're making huge scientific discoveries, and we know that other countries and scientists would like to take credit for this. They want to be famous. This must be why there are thieves trying to steal our samples. Suddenly, everyone heard a bubbly sound coming from the volcano, and then a roar that sounded like the engine of an airplane. Ash and lava came flying out of the crater, and the volcanologist instinctively grabbed the children, shouting, RUN! The group ducked inside a cave-like rock structure and huddled there for what seemed like hours. Micah and Teo looked at each other with wide eyes, and their hands trembled. "'We didn't expect that,' one volcanologist whispered, wiping ash off of his face. When the group finally emerged onto a peaceful mountainside once again, they scrambled to find their lava samples, which had been scattered about on the ground. "'My samples are gone!' shouted one volcanologist. "'My backpack is gone!' yelled Micah." The four volcanologists scrambled about looking for their samples, while Micah scanned the area looking for his backpack with his detective notes and supplies. How many samples did you have? Micah asked. We each had at least 14 as of today, one scientist said wearily. Hmm, 14 times 4. Oh, I can skip count the multiples of 14. 14, 28, 42, 56. So you had about 56 samples. How many can you find now? Only about 20 between all of us. Strange, Teo yelled. Then Jack and Micah spotted movement down the volcano about 100 feet. That guy has my backpack, yelled Micah, after him. The four volcanologists and the troop of detective boys ran as fast as their legs would take them, but couldn't seem to keep up with the man ahead of them. Back at the beach, the girls had gotten a bit distracted swimming in the ocean. Peyton had even taken out her snorkeling gear and started looking for fish underwater. She didn't see any interesting fish, but what she did see made her want to throw up. A starfish had just pried open something that looked like a clam with its arms then pushed its stomach out and started to digest the poor creature outside of its body. What in the world? Peyton thought to herself. But suddenly, she remembered Micah's mystery animal. This is it! This is it! She popped her head out of the water just in time to see Micah running toward the beach. Micah, your mystery animal! I found it! I found it! Peyton, Micah yelled back. I found the thief. Quick, get the girls. Everyone turned to see a tall man with curly black hair stumbling over a rocky portion of the beach. He tried to hop into a speedboat, which a stockier man was driving. Detectives Tiramisu and Saw Speary, however, pounced upon the tall thief, bringing him down to the ground, just as the speedboat pulled away quickly. They started questioning the man in Italian, but it was clear he could not understand the language. Detective Tiramisu handcuffed the man, grabbing his backpack, and Detective Sospiri sprinted toward his boat to try and chase the accomplice who had gotten away. You'll never find him, yelled the tall thief as he struggled in his handcuffs. We are not alone, and that lava should be ours, he whimpered. Micah counted the lava samples which the man had thrown into his backpack. They're all here, he yelled. Nice work, junior detectives, complimented Detective Tiramisu, as she led everyone toward the boat that Detective Sospiri had pulled back around. We saved the lava samples this time, but there's still a crook on the loose. Today, the pizza and poetry detectives helped catch one criminal and save the lava samples. They also explored life in Italy and discovered a new Italian artist, Michelangelo. I hope you'll spend some time reading about the Italian Renaissance and choosing your favorite Italian artist. Let me leave you with our encouraging quote about love. It keeps no record of wrongs and does not delight in evil. Today, the children in our story found evil and worked together to fight it. I hope that you will be a force in our world who will know the difference between right and wrong and always fight for what's right. I really enjoyed our fun week together. Until next time. Hi, everybody from Brilliant Mornings. Um, For those of you who don't know what the mystery animal is, it's a starfish and... Two of you guessed it. Good job. Um, and I'm good going good to have the next mystery animal in a pinch. This episode was produced by Heidi Ilian, with intro and outro music by Matt Greikar. Guest stars were Mr. and Mrs. Mortano and Micah Illion. Please email me at brilliantmornings at gmail.com with pictures and comments. Thank you.